At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. Hope you're doing well. It is a Thursday edition. Lots and lots and lots of college basketball coming our way. It, there's almost so many; it, it's hard to keep track. Um, but uh, always a good time of the year. We got our conference tournaments, and then we got the big dances. Uh, Selection Sunday is fast approaching. <sighs> Coming up here on the DC CityCast, I exhaled, or what is that? I Is that side? I love watching uh, shows now with the closed captioning and all the uh, descriptions of noises <laughs> that they use. Sighs, grunts, bugs whirring. Uh, I had the Wizards last night, plus the four. Gave that out on our emergency podcast because Carson Wentz is now the new quarterback of the Commanders. And I said, you know, what the heck? I'll give out a NBA play yesterday because we ran the D.C. City cast. And I was 38 and 35 going in. I was thinking, ooh, I can get us four games above 500. Gave out the Wizards, plus the four. And it was a big, fat loser. We'll get into that in just a second. But we also have Earl Forsey coming up. Uh, he is a staple here in D.C. Longtime broadcasters on the pregame show for the Washington Commanders. Does uh, work for XM 106.7 The Fan. He's... he's uh, He's everywhere here in D.C., so we'll chat with him and get his thoughts on Carson Wentz. In fact, he's got a unique uh, spin on the Carson Wentz thing. He's he's in the minority when it comes to this trade for a uh, a mysterious quarterback, I would say. 
can show so many flashes of brilliance and then just do some utter stupid things on the football field. Can he rein it in and be successful in D.C.? That's going to be the question. We'll talk with Earl Forsey uh, coming up. Also, my official releases, like I said, plenty of hoops to get in dive into. Um, and Landon Collins of the Commanders released today. That was, I guess it was sort of surprising, but the dude has been sort of a bust. Had a couple flashes last year. They didn't know what to do with him. Was he a safety? Was he a linebacker? And he officially gets uh, cut or uh, given his release by the Washington Commanders. Because when you get uh, Carson Wentz and all that money coming in, you got to figure out a way to restructure some deals. Wanted to restructure the deal with Landon Collins, and he was um, let go. And it's always interesting when these NFL reporters on Twitter describe Landon Collins. One of them, I think it was Rappaport, so you know that it was uh, Landon Collins' camp that leaked it to Rappaport because it said, Star Defender Landon Collins. Uh, and the Washington Commanders expected to part ways. Star defender? Landon Collins? Really? <laughs> yeah. So Landon Collins no longer a member of the Commanders. Want to start with the Wizards, though. Late night, tough one. And I, I you never want to get overconfident when you got a, a play going. Because I was doing the math, I'm like, oh, wow, the Wizards are going to cover this four. We're going to be all right. And then the Clippers closed on an 11-zip run, I believe, to win by six. And that's why the number's there. It was a Clippers minus four. I gave out the Wizards plus the four. And I thought I had it won. Don't always believe what you think. Let me look at the uh, play-by-play because it was either a 9-zip run or an 11-zip run to close out the game. Inexcusable. Again, we've seen this issue with this ball club, the inability to close out games. It was 109-104 with 2.37 left after Contavious Caldwell-Pope hits a 3 and they don't score the rest of the game. They did that a couple games ago, like against Cleveland. They scored two points in the last 550. And I know you got your new uh, guy in Porzingis who he missed a couple shots late. He had 19 points, 25 minutes. Looked pretty good at times. Still very thin and very feeble. I'm always getting nervous when he goes to the rim and lands awkwardly. I'm like, oh, here we go. So 109, 104, 237 left. And they lose by six. I mean, come on, bro. So it was 109-104. Reggie Jackson comes down, cuts the lead to three with 2.14 left. Pope misses a three. Still a three-point game. Still a three-point game with 1.15 left. They're up by three with 1.15 left. Then they turn it over. That was a bad pass by Porzingis. Oh, my God. So with 103, they foul. Marcus Morris goes to the rack. He makes both. It's a one-point game. You still have the lead. Wizards come down. Another miss three from Pope. And look, we've talked about this too on the show before. You know what you have in Contavious Caldwell Pope. And the fact that they're still playing him, all signs point to they want to make the play-in game. Good veteran, fine and dandy, but my, oh, my. 
We know what he is. We know what Neto is. Let the young guys play in these spots, but they're trying to make the playoffs. So he misses another three. Uh, and they got an offensive rebound, and I guess they had a shot clock violation. So there's another turnover in a crucial spot. Clippers come down, hit a three from Batum from the right wing, and that's when I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Still, you're down two, 31.2 seconds left. Wizards come down. Porzingis misses a 10-footer off the bank. Clippers get the rebound. They get fouled. They're up by four. And look, I don't want to take shots at analysts, but the Wizards crew last night were just slaying me because the Clippers are up four plank defense, and the color analyst said the Clippers should foul the Wizards and make him go to the free-throw line. And the only thing I'm thinking is, Clearly, you got the Wizards plus four, and you have wishful thinking. I've never heard that strategy ever in my life. A team up by four, and you're going to foul somebody to send them to the free throw line? I, I couldn't believe what I heard. Again, I don't like to criticize commentators. Everybody has their right to their opinion, but that was just the stupidest thing I've heard in quite some time. Anyway, so <laughs> they don't foul. Wizards miss the shot. They foul right away with 2.5 seconds left. Amir Coffee makes both free throws. And it's a 115-119. Kispert, he's a 30-footer at the buzzer. No good. Cover City for the Clippers. Tough L if you had the Wizards like me at plus the four. Yuck. So remove the Wizards minus four aside. Let's just go from a perspective of you got 237 and you don't score a bucket. You don't get to the free throw line. You can't muster anything in the last 237. Zero points. Zero points up 109-104. So if you really do want to make a push for the playoffs, here's an idea. Let's figure it out down the stretch. I know you just brought in Porzingis. I understand that. But let's stop jacking up 25-footers when you're up by five. It doesn't make any sense. See, this is what's killing me about the NBA right now. Everybody is so DNA to shoot threes in spots when you don't need threes. You don't have to shoot threes. But since everybody is so just used to running out to that line, you're going to get bad shots. Up five, 237. Nine-zip run, Clippers win. They get the Lakers now. <laughs> oh, the Lakers on Friday night. And I'll take the Wizards again because I said here on the DC CityCast, there's no way in hell I'm taking or betting on the Lakers. The Lakers lost at the Houston Rockets. They lost to the Houston Rockets. They just beat Golden State over the weekend, but then they lost to the Spurs. I gave you the Spurs, and they lost to Houston. And whatever the number is, we'll talk about it on Friday. I will be taking the Washington Wizards. No matter what, no matter the fact they can't close out against the Clippers up by five, 237 left and go scoreless. <laughs> Let's get some late game plays. You got 12 assistants. You got these laptops. Get all this analytics. Figure something out in the last couple minutes to close out games. Let's get a good game plan. A little frustrated about that. So documented now 38 and 36. Coming up, I'll give you out some releases for tonight. 
Uh, and one is hyper-local. Maryland is in the Big Ten tournament, and they got Michigan State at 6.30. I'll give out a play on that one, as well as a couple NBA games uh, straight ahead. But uh, right after the timeout, I got Earl Forsey, uh, D.C. Uh, broadcast uh, staple. We're going to chat with him about Carson Wentz. Commander Carson in D.C. now to lead the charge for the New Look franchise. That is next on the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Frank Hanrahan from Visa. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 500. DC City Cast rolls on, presented by Bed Rivers. Download that app at rivers.com. Want to bring in Earl Forsey. Long time. <laughs> I don't want to say long time, right? He is a, a professional broadcaster here in DC. So many years covering the Washington uh, football team, Washington Commanders here on my 1067 The Fan, XM uh, pregame show for the Washington Commanders. Earl Forsey uh, always have admired his work, looked up to him. He is what you really want to say is an absolute goddamn professional. Earl, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for the intro. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, survivor. <laughs> See, I survivor. It, like, yeah. I'm to the point now, Earl, where you have – younger folks coming up to you and saying, Hey, I, I grew up listening to you. And you're like, Oh God, don't yeah, say the dudes that. You, the dudes you work with, you know, it's like, <laughs> I used to call, I used to call your show. Yeah. Thanks. Great. <laughs> you know, appreciate that. Where we are. I'm, I, you know, the dinosaurs. Yeah, oh my God. Just avoid extinction. That's what we're trying to do. So I wanted to get you on the show because you tweeted out that this is, uh, in your opinion, Carson Wentz is not such a bad move. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, when there was chatter about quarterbacks, I didn't for a second think of Carson Wentz. But we did think perhaps that he was going to get cut. So yep. you think it's an all right move? A lot of layers to this. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a tweet shortly after I tweeted, and I've been mainly just going big GIF game the last couple of days with everything that's going on. You know, I love throw those out they're my drops on twitter uh so that 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 tweet after coming around to my senses a little bit was right after washington finds a quarterback and the old gif of the guy like opening the window and jumping um so you know because the initial reaction is really this is what you know this is where you go after scouring the nfl you know and putting the open for business sign up from day one um but you have to understand where you are um you fan on Russell Wilson, who reportedly did not want to come here. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I mean, and and I'm of the opinion, and I have been. And look, Ron said in the at, at, at the scouting combine last week, he brought up the fact something I've been bringing up for months now in this thing uh, that you know he made a reference to. Well, you know uh, about what it's going to take to get a quarterback. And he said, well, what do you think? You know, how many people are worried about what the Rams gave up uh, yeah. for, for uh, Matthew Stafford? It's true. Um, there, there, there is no price that's too high if you find the guy that, that can win for you. Who cares what you paid him? Who cares what you paid mm. for him? 
mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you, Packers just signed Aaron Rodgers to fifty million a year, and who who's going to care about the money if he wins another one? No one. Right? No one. Yeah. Uh, no uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. So, but that's the price where you are at quarterbacks, right? For either salary or the investment, or you just get lucky and you're really bad the year that Joe Burrow comes out, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> what did Cincinnati do to get one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL? They just sucked at sucked. the right time. Yep. It, you know, you're an NBA guy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, right place, right time. Right. You know, it's great to have the number one pick uh, if there's the right guys there. And if there's not, then it, it's not the right time. And this year, and I've been saying for weeks, I, going back to – uh, Frank, countdown to kickoff on the fan. I was talking about it when they reportedly made an offer at the trade deadline, a what was called, termed a serious offer for Mitch Trubisky. Yep. In Buffalo. Yep. Yep. You know, and yep. and then his name keeps coming up. Um, you know, these last few weeks. Yeah, there's someone in that building that liked him. But you know what the deal with Mitch Trubisky is now? That all the other guys are gone. And there's going to be a bidding war for Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> you want to get in a bidding war for and whose, right. whose great value now is, Frank, that he didn't play last year. <laughs> it's That's ridiculous. Side, right? Okay, so right. But, you know, he's a high draft pick. Guess what? Carson Wentz was a high draft sure pick. Sure was. Um, and now Ron wasn't here. But, you know, the fans here, though, for a lot of that time, he was in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz killed Washington. Did. Um, and, you know, I, I pulled up and, and tweeting stats. So, yeah, I think one of the, what I'd mentioned was uh, regardless of the issues that Mitchell Trubisky, I mean, Mitch, I'm confusing quarterbacks now. Uh, regardless of the issues that Carson Wentz may have, I think I said it's a huge mm-hmm. upgraded quarterback. And I think it is. And, mm-hmm. It's certainly an upgrade. Maybe I overstated it huge, but the fact is, Taylor Heineke, for all the good things he's done, uh, and and bless him, he's you know he's been a warrior for them. He just stepped in, and it, you know he's the little quarterback that could. You know he's just he tries. You know, but you know he tries, and he's you know seven and whatever they are, seven and ten, seven, seven and ten, nine, yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. You know, it's that's what it is, and that's kind of who he is. He's a backup. And probably a very good backup. I heard, you know, Kuyper the uh, last week in one of the shows they mm-hmm. were doing referred. I think it was a podcast, actually, I, I was listening to. And he referred to uh, Heineke as a top backup. And he used the term elite backup. <laughs> I love backup, it. This is new. That's yeah. the term he used. But that's true. That's what yeah. he is. So yeah. you replace a backup who's been thrown into the starting role. And I know he's done everything possible, everything you have asked of him. But where are you going with them? With all right. these first-round picks, I was on with a good friend, Scott Abraham, ABC7, you know, over on News Channel 8 last week. And my point to him was, all these first-round picks you are littered with on defense, where has it gotten you? Right. 7-9 and 7-10. and 10. Yep. Where, Nowhere. In yep. essence, in football terms, NFL terms, nowhere. <laughs> What's the difference? Everybody that's good has a quarterback. Now, is Carson Wentz uh, any of these top-tier guys? No. But he is better and probably much better than what you are going to be stuck with if you play this game. And I did it yesterday when the Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers thing happened throughout the, the musical chairs, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, th- those seats fill up quickly. 
And, and then do you get into kind of desperation panic mode? Yes. But here is the option. If you don't get a guy now, what are your options? Uh, you trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, who just had shoulder surgery True. and can't stay healthy uh, and basically makes the same amount of money. Uh, and I know he's gone to a couple of championship games and he's taken a team to a Super Bowl. That's something Carson Wentz has not done. But then you're uh, Jameis Winston coming off an ACL. Uh, Jordan Love, who's never played a you know no. a, a, a meaningful you know couple just a little bit of football. That his great value is he's backing up Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. But these are the guys that are out there, or the draft picks. And sitting at eleven, you know this is we know it's not a great year for for the draft for quarterbacks. I, I think any of these guys, and you can put out the names, whether it's Pickett or Malik Willis, and I. I always kind of feel that the guy with all that wow talent like Malik Willis, he and we saw what happened at the combine. He gets out there, he throws it. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at him. So <laughs> that's the guy that's going to be the hot ticket, I, I still think. But that's all yeah. of these guys, Frank, are reach at number 11. And all the five quarterbacks that were taken last year, if you believe the draft analysts, and I would agree with them, any one of those five guys would be the number one guy in this right. class. Yep. Uh-huh. And who was the number one guy in last year's class? Trevor Lawrence. He was awful. <laughs> now, I know Jacksonville was, and I know it was Urban Meyer and the disaster that was down there. But there are big questions now about him, and you're reading stories mm-hmm. that, right. well, maybe he's not quite as ready. as. <clears throat> so it's an inexact science. Unless you're Cincinnati and you hit yep. on, you know, Joey football, and he is freaking <laughs> fantastic. And, you know, the Ravens are going to have to pay their quarterback uh, mid-45s, right, and mid-40s, 45 Oof. to something, 40-some million a year. Mm. And, Frank, he's not the best quarterback in their division now. No. Because Joe Burrow is there. Joe Burrow, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know he's an MVP and all that, and he's worth it because everybody else is getting that money. But that's where you are with quarterbacks. So, and they uh, they gave up picks. Okay. A, a couple of third-rounders. Fine. that That's not a big deal. They absorbed the money. They took on the contract. Well, to get him, that's probably probably what you had to do. Yeah, do it. Yeah. And this is a team now. We just found out a day ago that maybe no one wants to play for. So the, the argument against it: Well, Carson Wentz was going to be cut by them anyway. They wanted to, to dump him and cut bait. Okay, let's. So you wouldn't have. Why did you trade for him? Well, if he's avail, if if they do that, he's a free agent. Sure. Maybe he doesn't want to come here. That's right? a good point. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. there's so many intangibles and Ron's in his third year. And I, I think we've sensed if you've listened to him the last few months, last few weeks that we, you know, kind of, we need a quarterback. We need that. You've been very upfront about it. And I think he's feeling a little of the heat because without that guy, you're going to go seven and 10 again or eight and nine. Mm. And at least I think Carson Wentz gives you a chance. You know what? You have a starting quarterback in now. You have a guy True. who's been a starter and is a legit starting quarterback in the NFL rather than a backup that you've kind of forced into the role mm-hmm. by necessity. So I've come around a little bit. Um, and I know it's, it's a long-winded No, you actually, you're, you're bringing gotta, me around too because yeah. I'm thinking, remember midseason, the Colts are one of the better stories in the NFL. Slow start. Then Carson Wentz found his groove and he was doing well. And then he got COVID and he came back on short notice and they lost. And then they 
tanked at Jacksonville. So in yeah. those three weeks, it went from, oh, Carson Wentz, what a turnaround, what a story, to the Jacksonville game. To was Jacksonville. Open, okay, but the, yep. the other one they lost down the stretch was yeah. the Raiders. And that, you yeah. know, I know they had a couple of win and in <clears throat> scenarios, but we've had that here in Washington recently when Kirk was here. And what happened with that? He's True. in Minnesota because he couldn't win those games. So mm-hmm. is it – look, he had a really ugly game against Jacksonville. Uh, but, you know, that whole team let him down. That really good defense, all of a sudden, last couple of weeks, they were awful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it, it – and, and I'm looking at his numbers right now uh, from last year. 27 touchdowns, 7 ins. I'll take that. It's not bad. Uh, 3,500 yards, yeah. I know. I'll look at the good year, twenty a couple of the good years, 2019, 4,000 yards, 27 and 7. The, 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 the 11 and 2 year, when he was an MVP candidate, I mean, I know it's 2017, and we're five years removed from that. Carson Wentz finished third in the MVP voting that year, uh, and he threw for 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions Ooh, okay. that year, and they went 11 and 2. He gets hurt. And then, you know, the Philly special, you know, and then it's, it's Nick, Nick <laughs> totally Foles. Different, yeah. So, you know, and, and now and this yeah. whole thing too, Frank, on Twitter, and then we get the stories coming out to, uh, today uh, that, that when the drafts, all these stories out of Indianapolis about uh, Carson Wentz was a bad locker room guy. Right, wrong right. attitude. Yeah, of course. Does, so they're trashing the guy out the door. Mm-hmm. Fine. You know what the other angle is too? And certainly there's ownership issues in Washington. But Indianapolis, they've got an interesting owner in Jim Irsay. Sure do. And he, we know what the owner opinion around here matters, when it, certainly when it comes to quarterback star players. But, you know, apparently toward the end, he fell out of favor with, Carson Wentz fell out of favor with him. With the owner, yeah. yeah. Maybe that was yeah. the big straw that broke the camel's back there. Maybe it wasn't Frank Reich wanting to get rid of him. Maybe those above him yeah. forced his hand. Sure. Or maybe it's you know I I know Frank Reich gets and he's a Maryland guy I'm mean, he you know we're Terps I understand, um and he's certainly a good football guy and has been a solid coach but just like with Trubisky in Chicago and maybe it's a Nagy problem maybe it's a Trubisky problem well some of the blame with the way things fell apart falls on the head coach there too yeah uh, in Indianapolis last year so we'll see we'll see what happens with them. Now, but they're yucking it up. Oh, we got draft picks, and Washington took on the contract. Well, good. See how it works out now, because we've been in the look for a quarterback game for three decades in this. Sure, time. sure. And uh, usually that doesn't work out well. We'll see how it works out for Seattle. We'll see how it works out for Indy. And there's also Eagle fans out there, talk, you know, yucking it up. On yucking Twitter. it up. Yeah. It's comical to me because you know who's in the market maybe for a quarterback? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that works out. In the end, Frank, it's it, it it's like it, it, it's like the Batman movie. He's not the hero we want. He's the hero we need. <laughs> well, maybe Carson Wentz <laughs> isn't the quarterback everybody wants. <laughs> But if you're going to have to trot out a backup again to start for you, he's probably the quarterback you, you kind of need at this point, a legit starter. And, and we'll see. And yeah. maybe it's one year, and then you draft the guy next year when there's going to be two quarterbacks, one, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Stroud out of Ohio State and, and Bryce Young uh, in in uh, the Alabama kid, Young, you know, the high school. Oh, yeah, sure, for sure. Uh, uh, and so the, there's going to be one, two quarterbacks next year, and maybe that's the year to get one. This is not the year to draft a quarterback. No, in my opinion. no, no. And so, 
this tells you also that probably Washington felt that way right. and Denver probably felt that way because they went out and got Russell Wilson and there's other teams that are going to try to get Garoppolo and, you know, maybe Deshaun Watson, who, who knows? Uh, but there's a lot of teams I'm thinking after even taking a look at things combined are thinking, eh, maybe not the year <laughs> to draft the quarterback, you know? So Ron Rivera gets Carson Wentz. Okay. And we've seen enough of Carson Wentz Earl. So, we watch this guy. We know he's super talented, but he makes such bad decisions sometimes where you just yeah. want to put your hands on him and go, what are you doing? Especially when you got money on him <laughs> in games. He just doesn't make great decisions at the right time. What do you see with Coach Ron and this offense with Carson Wentz under center? Because it's hard for me to describe Carson Wentz's game, right? I mean... He can run the ball. He's got a decent arm, but he is so turnover prone. What do you foresee this offense looking like with him at quarterback? I don't know. I mean, I think most of that falls on Scott Turner, Frank. Um, And he has gone through so many different quarterbacks uh, in these last two to three years, a couple of years under Ron, certainly. That's the thing. I don't know. And in the end, Ron's a head coach, but really it's up to the offensive guys, and Mm -hmm. mainly Scott Turner. This is how it works. Um, And you have to find a way. And, you know, Indy did it. I just brought up his numbers, 27-7 and in the last year. Touchdowns, they limited that after he went 16-15 and in the the fallout year in Philly. Uh, So they limited that. They they improved that percent. But all – there's not a guy out there that's not flawed except the guy that just retired in Tampa, right? Um, <laughs> look at some of the decisions Patrick Mahomes was making this year. That's a great right? point. That's a great but point. He's got yeah. great talent and great guys around him, and he made up for it. Yeah. He makes the big – but there were some – it's like, what are you doing? You know, right. there are some plays in right. a, lot of, a lot of these games. Aaron Rodgers does that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? But he's, you know, he's the MVP. He's the $50 million man. You know, he's yeah. Steve Austin times 10. Um, <laughs> it's, but I, I don't think anybody's immune to that. Uh, and that's the thing. Yeah. You're not going to find the, the perfect QB. Um, and none of these guys are. I brought up Lamar Jackson in Baltimore they, they, at times. There's some decisions and some plays that you just, but those guys can. Those guys all have some special talent to overcome it, though. I think that's where you're going with Wentz. What does he do? You know what? He's just a big, strong, prototypical pocket passing guy Mm -hmm. with, like you said, a little bit of ability to move when he needs to, but that's not his strength. He can get around. I just think back to a game, and it was the (laughs) Washington-Philadelphia game. I think it was a Sunday night game, I want to say, a couple of years ago, three years ago. They all run together now. Uh, when late in the game, Washington got pressure on him. It was right around the 50-yard line, and they're draped all oh, over. Oh, I remember that. Still yes. made that yes. big freaking throw down yes. the middle. That's the guy. Yep. That's the guy you want. Mm-hmm. Okay? The guy in 2017 that threw 33 and only seven interceptions and was in the MVP conversation in a year they went, that's the guy you're that's looking guy. for. And that's yeah. the thing. I heard Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, and his show tonight, being very kind, this move, anything Washington does is kind of a laughing stock joke to most people. Around, sure. You know, and in the media, and they just love, oh, what are you great for Carson Wentz for? <laughs> but Florio was, you know, he, he was kind of, he was very complimentary of Wentz and of Washington. He loves Rivera, number one. He thinks he's 
an underrated coach. He, you know, and there's a lot of people that think that with Ron mm-hmm. Rivera. Uh, not many in this town in the fan base at this point, you know, uh, things turn south pretty quickly, but he was talking about it and making some good points. I thought that he, what I was bringing up that the upper echelon wins is the guy you and coaches always think I can bring that right. guy. Back. Yes. Yes. Frank, but yes. Frank Reich thought he could, and he couldn't, couldn't yeah. but it's like, I can fix that. I think most people think it's mechanic stuff with him that he just falls into bad habits mm-hmm. at times, but if you're looking and Ron kept saying veteran, we need a veteran. Well, they got a veteran now. And, you know, it's 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 a guy with a lot of those traits that you can't teach. You can't teach Taylor Heineke to be bigger, right. to be and, stronger, yeah. and Shake to have off a defenders. bigger arm. Yep. Carson Wentz has that. Yep. So these other things that are, quote, issues with him are also, quote, fixable by coaches. Right. I right. think that's what you're looking for. And, and and Florio's point was basically that and he came out and said he goes, I'd rather I, I'd rather make the deal for Carson Wentz than for Jimmy Garoppolo was his point. For sure. Because I agree I with that. Yeah. His yeah. even though Garoppolo's been to a couple of championship games and a Super Bowl, I think you kind of know the ceiling on Garoppolo. That's it, right? Someone that's mm-hmm. gonna win some games for you and probably get you to the to the brink and and he's been there, I know that, but not a hugely special skill set. And I don't know if Wentz has that, but he does have some natural abilities and some physical traits that aren't teachable, you yeah, know? Yeah. And and kind of what Josh Allen has. Now Josh Allen's got a cannon, but you know, and but that's that was that but you yeah. know, those things you can't teach those. You know, you, yeah. you watch some of those guys make those throws and do things. And it's their wow moments like, oh, wow, he, right. this guy can't do that. That guy can. And Carson Wentz has had those flashes, and that's, yeah. that's what you're looking for. But I think it's a one-year experiment, you know, mm-hmm. and there's there's a contract they're taking on that they can get out of after one year. So it's better than what they had, Frank. I think it's just <laughs> – I think that's where we are now. It's I, – I, I don't know if you're – you know, I'm – making reservations for the playoffs or right, the Super Bowl right, right now at this point. And the Vegas odds went down. Went down. As soon as they signed Carson Went down. Went, How, went down. What is that? I don't understand. It's strange. That's very strange. You're telling me that Taylor Heineke, <laughs> as a quarterback going forward in this team, is going to have better Super Bowl odds than adding Carson Wentz. So he is such damaged goods as far as some right, people around right. the NFL think. And maybe they're right. But I, I think – this was plan B or C or whatever it is. And if you don't get a seat, it may not be the seat you want at the table, but if you don't mm-hmm. get a seat, you're going to be left out. You'll be left out. And you're going hungry when it comes to quarterbacks. And that's where we are now. Yeah. You, you know how this is? When the dominoes start falling, man, they, there's no stopping them. This and, is... and that's where we are now yeah. in, in, in this week leading up to free agency. Oof. And there's more to come. Yeah. And, but we did find out also today, I saw a report that, I think it was Albert Breer, too, that Washington, in the end, people were like, well, if you didn't get Aaron Rodgers, was never going to be available. If you fanned on Wilson, then the next guy, the only next guy would be Deshaun Watson. And then Breer came out and with a, a note, I think, on Washington that there was no way they were going to touch no way. that situation. Yeah, they can't do that. Unless yep. there was full clearance of everything. Right. That right. doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. So now what's your next option now? And they decided, and I like, I think kind of what the point Florio was making that we'd rather, if we have to do something, we'll get this guy rather than that guy. Yep. And if he becomes a free agent, there's no guarantee you're going to get him. So you have to make a trade. You have to make a move to make sure you get that guy. And they did. 
and now we'll see how it, how it pans out. <laughs> hey, Earl Forsey, I appreciate yeah. your time, man. Great insight. And you actually, yeah, I'm actually feeling a little bit better about this signing now that I've ch- chatted with you. One quick uh, no, other note, yeah. too, if you have a second. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Ron Rivera, here's another. Uh-huh. There's Rivera mantras, and I do the press conference. You love it. And yep. I hear this stuff, and it's, you know, they're saying, you know, guys, 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 He's been doing it for two years, going back to Ditka when he played in Chicago. Okay. Mike Ditka always used to say to, you know, you got to win the division. And to win the division, you got to win games in the division. Well, Carson Wentz is coming back to a division. Here are the numbers. Okay. Uh, for him against the NFC East, he's played 25 career games. He's 16 and 9, 42 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, hmm. almost 6,500 yards passing. Interesting. So, in essence, uh, you're playing six years. It's about four years, one game over that. So, you're talking basically averaging four and two a year in the division. That's what they need. That's what right? they need. They, they've oh. got to win those division mm-hmm. games because that's the path to the playoffs. And I think that, that matters. And I tweeted, retweeted and said, these numbers matter. With what Rivera said, mm-hmm. he's, not going, he's not coming into a situation he hasn't been in before. He's played in this division. So, now we'll see how it works out. And he plays Philly twice. And guess where one of the road games is next year? I'm guessing Indianapolis. Indianapolis. <laughs> yes. Indianapolis. Three Carson Wentz revenge games. Love it. Year. Love it. Hey, Earl, thank yep. you, man. Where yep. can we find you on yep. uh, social media? Uh, at Earl Forsey, E-A-R-L-F-O-R-C-E-Y on Twitter. There's a lot of Washington football. All, the Force. All 24-7. Yep. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you, man. We'll yep. talk soon. Thanks, Frank. Good talking to you. See you. Great stuff from Earl Forsey. All right, straight ahead here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bed River Sportsbook. My official releases uh, for tonight got plenty of college hoops and some NBA as well. Documented 38 and 36. Oh, I was so close. So close to pumping my numbers up last night, but the Wizards, my God, man, close a game for the love of, of you know what. All right, straight ahead, DC City Cast rolls on, presented by Bet Rivers, Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 Please, I am begging you to uh, subscribe and download this podcast wherever you get your podcast. But in all seriousness, appreciate the support. Get a lot of great feedback on social media. Follow me at J Frank Hanran at Bed Rivers at Vison Live as we uh, proceed to give you what you need and give you lots of winners. Hopefully tonight, uh, did not give you a winner last night. Wizards losers uh, plus the four. Uh, checking out BetRivers.com right now. we got plenty of college hoops to get to. And uh, there is one that has, uh, has tickled my fancy, so to speak, in college basketball. We're looking at the Big Ten tournament. We're looking at we're looking at local Maryland taking on Michigan State. Maryland just got thumped by Michigan State. I know that was at Michigan State. This is in a neutral court in what is it, in Chicago or Illinois? Where the hell is the Big Ten tournament? Is it in Indianapolis? Indianapolis? Uh, wherever it is, they play at 6.30 tonight, and Michigan State is just a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 
against the Maryland Terps. Now, again, I mentioned this before at BetRivers.com. They got these cool little tips. So if you click on tips in this matchup, guess guess what it says? Michigan State has won 18 of its last 19 night games against non-AP ranked opponents at a neutral venue. Oh, God. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to go against my gut. I, I Initially, I'm thinking... You got to take Maryland at such a low number, only two and a half. But because of that little tidbit, thanks to Bet Rivers, I'm going to go the other way. I'll take Michigan State minus the two and a half. Sorry, Terps fans. That little trend could be your friend tonight. So let's take Michigan State minus two and a half uh, versus Maryland in the Big Ten tournament. That is my uh, college basketball release. Uh, yes. And wow, I'm scrolling down and I see Villanova's only minus six and a half against St. John's in the Big East tournament. By the way, how about Georgetown running off 21 straight losses? 21 straight losses. Closing out at six and 25. Winless in the year 2022 and not won a Big East game in a year. Tough go, uh, even though, you know, Patrick Ewing said he's not going anywhere. I can't see him not leaving. I, I see him resigning, and I see the, the program just kind of falling to pieces and picking it up and starting all over again. But we shall see. We shall see. They owe him a lot of money. But if the coach does survive 0-20 in conference play, God bless that leadership. Holy cannoli. That'd be fantastic if you're Ewing saying, man, they really do believe in me. I can go winless. Keep my job. It's quite something. So I'll take uh, Michigan State minus the two and a half. Thanks to that little tidbit from Bet Rivers. Uh, NBA tonight. Only a couple games. Whew. The Warriors are favored at Denver. Total is 228 and a half. Brooklyn Nets at the Sixers. Oh, they meet tonight, even though Ben Simmons still hasn't played yet. Still hasn't played. Uh, the Sixers. Minus the four and a half, hosting the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Kyrie and KD can play. Um, Nets, though, have lost 12 of their last 13 against winning record teams. But the road team has covered the spread in eight of the Nets' last nine games. Uh, you know what? I'll take, um, I'll take Durant and, our, and Irving. I'll, I'll bet on them tonight. So give me the Nets plus the four and a half at the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'll take the Nuggets at home, getting the one and a half against Golden State. Yeah, I'm digging that bet. I am digging uh, that bet uh, later on tonight. So the Wizards now are at the uh, L.A. Lakers. We'll get into that uh, tomorrow on the D.C. CityCast. Uh, big weekend with the tournament selection Sunday, bro, is on Sunday. <laughs> this Sunday <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Uh, and uh, so we'll get into that as well tomorrow. Again, follow me on Twitter at jfrankhanran. Follow at betrivers uh, and at Vison Live. Appreciate you checking us out here on this Thursday edition of the DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. Frank Handran from Vison. We will talk tomorrow. See ya.